Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Negler here with your Packers Daily Chat. Coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It is Thursday. We are officially a week away from the NFL Draft. Hope you'll be joining us here on the Cheesehead TV YouTube channel for our three-day extravaganza where we live stream during the entirety of the NFL Draft, all seven rounds. And yes, by round seven, it definitely gets weird. I hope you'll join us. Always a good time. Really looking forward to it. And that gives you a week to pick yourself up a copy of the 2023 Pro Football Draft Guide, available now from Cheesehead TV. You can find a link to purchase one in the description of this video. Hope you'll do so. Thank you to everybody who already has. Uh, as uh, I say pretty much every day here, I'm kind of blown away by the, uh, A, the work that everyone does on the guide, but then the response to the guide. I still get emails. We released it weeks ago, and I still get emails from people complimenting it, uh, giving a shout out to everyone who worked so hard on it. Really appreciate the response, um, especially for something that I had so little to do with. It's it's great. I know I'm kind of the forward-facing part of Cheesehead TV, but all the work in that draft guide is done by lots of great people uh, who are just really passionate about what they do. They're big-time Packers fans, and it's just great to see their work get appreciated uh, the way that it is. Uh, hello to everybody in the comment section. Good to see everybody already mixing it up about the title of this uh, chat today. I mean, let Jair cook. It was so frustrating going back and re-watching the season, especially the first part of the season. On offense, it was the offensive line that made me throw things. And on the defensive side, look, I'm not sitting here and saying that Jair Alexander like had the best season of his career. Uh, there's certainly games where you can point to and think, okay, even if he were playing man, like he got caught peeking inside, maybe wasn't ready at the snap of the ball. You can pick apart little parts of his game. Uh, certainly, there are, are reps where uh, quarterbacks seemingly were not afraid to go after him. Blah, 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 blah. You can talk about all that. He's still one of the best corners in the game. There is zero doubt about that. And the amount of times uh, this defense refused to utilize his skills, um, and really kind of across the board with these corners, is unbelievably frustrating. And speaking of the draft guide, uh, I know I've talked about Dara's piece on Joe Barry uh, once before, but I, I was going back and I was rereading uh, all the features in the draft guide. But this jumped out to me, something that, you know, it, it's one of those kind of eye test things that you're thinking it really feels like this. Uh, and then you go back and you crunch the numbers as Dara did, and it stands to uh, it, it, it holds up when analyzed by the fact that the Packers played precious little cover one last year where they have a single high safety and guys playing man underneath. But when they did, they ranked second in the PFF ranks as far as coverage goes, uh, really limiting teams of uh, trying to push the ball downfield, trying to get first downs, etc. cetera. Um, and I don't think that's a mystery. You're letting those guys compete, starting with Jair, letting them get up in the grill of these wide receivers letting them compete physically and athletically. Sometimes, are you going to get burned? Yes, of course you are. It's the NFL. Everything's set up for the offense. I understand the trepidation when it comes to not wanting to, you know, lean too much into it. But, man, teams like the Kansas City Chiefs went on to win a damn Super Bowl, by the way, starting mostly rookies in the secondary, playing a vast amount more of man coverage because they trusted their players. The Packers paid all this money to Jair Alexander, all this money to Rasul Douglas, and then make a play cover three and cover four? What the hell are they doing? 
That makes zero sense to me. And again, it comes back to what I was talking. I've talked about ad nauseum seemingly over the course of the last year where there seems to be a bit of a disconnect between personnel and coaching. We're going to pay these guys top dollar so they can stand 10 yards off the line of scrimmage on third and two and play cover three. What the fuck are we doing? Let Jair cook. Let all these guys cook. Are they going to get beat? Yes. I'd much rather have them get beat while competing rather than tying their hands behind their backs because you're playing cover four or cover three. I just let them play two man. Let them play cover one. I am begging you from the depths of my soul. Maybe we'll see more of it this year, although I tend to doubt it. We shall see. All right. Just needed to get that off my chest. Like I said, I was doing the rewatch of the season and it was driving me fucking insane. Insane. Hello, everybody in the comments. Good to see you. Big B is here. What's up, Big B? Good to see you. Sam, thanks for the super chat. How much validity do you put on Rodgers to Titans? Not much. I don't think there's a whole lot of fire there underneath that smoke. Um, I think all of this stuff, whether it's the Titans, whether it's the 49ers, I don't think anything of it at all until after the draft. If the draft comes and goes and there's no deal between the, the Jets and Packers, then all bets are off. Then I think we'll start to hear some serious rumblings from other teams. But until the draft is over, I, I don't buy any of it. Warbanger, yes. Jair chooses violence when he's allowed. Exactly. Take him off the damn leash. Drives me absolutely insane. Uh, Abdul, what's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. Hey, Aaron, at owners' meetings, Matt LaFleur said Douglas will be at outside and Knicks will compete for the slot. What does that mean for Stokes? That means Stokes won't be ready for the start of the season, most likely. Now, we don't have official updates yet. Um, hopefully, we'll start to hear from some of these guys as the offseason program kind of goes on here. Uh, but yeah, I, I think, you know, the injuries and don't forget, it was multiple injuries that Stokes suffered in Detroit last year were pretty significant. And I think once he's back, then they're going to have to do some juggling. There's no doubt about it. But uh, I think more than anything, uh, it mostly means that Stokes won't be ready for the start of the season. And we'll see when he is. And when he is, it's a good problem to have. You can't have too many good corners, especially you know, let's get him into dime. Let's get him into third and long. Let's put all those corners on the field and go to town. I'm down with that. Ryan, thanks for the super chat. 60-40 Green Bay picks a tight end in the first round. 60-40? 62 the affirmative? Ryan, whoa, baby. Um, I can't get on board with that. I think it's more like 20-80. That's where I would fall on that. But I know they need him. There's no doubt about that. Oh, and speaking of which... I saw some folks uh, headed by one Peter Bukowski today uh, chiding the Press Gazette and or Ryan Wood about their piece regarding Packers needs. Like, uh, am I missing something? Like eight needs? Yeah, there are eight needs. Like, I don't see that that's telling tales out of school. Like Ryan lists tight end. They definitely need a tight end. Probably more than one. Outside linebacker. Uh, Rashawn Gary is not going to be ready for the start of the year. Yes, 100% they need an outside linebacker. Safety? A thousand percent need a safety. Adrian Amos isn't in the building. Darnell Savage is going to play back by, by himself. What Rudy Ford and Savage and nothing else? Definitely need a safety. Quarterback, you need a backup. They haven't signed a vet. What are you going in with Danny Etling as your two? Uh, receiver, 
been a need for years now. Yes, they need a receiver. Defensive line, did you watch the Philadelphia game where they got run all over? If you're going to insist on playing two down linemen, you better have depth at that position. Uh, offensive tackle, no question about it. I know they bought not Yash back, but that's a one-year proposition. David Bakhtiari is most likely done after this year in Green Bay. They got to plan long-term. Offensive tackle, definitely a need. And then kicker. Yeah, Mason Crosby's not there. They've got one kicker on the roster who's never made a kick in the NFL. All eight of those needs are just fine. Good job, Ryan Wood. Shout out. <laughs> Matt, where do you recommend Rodgers reside in New York City? What district would he be in, Manhattan? Most of the Jets players live in Jersey, up by the facility. Now, Aaron Rodgers is a special dude. Uh, he might live in Manhattan, although even Aaron Rodgers, for all his wealth and power and ability, probably would have trouble every morning trying to commute to uh, the Jets facility out there in Jersey. Um, it's a nightmare getting get from Manhattan out there uh, every morning. So I would suspect he'll probably live out in Jersey, but you never know. He's a different cat. Maybe he'd have some fun with it. Maybe he'd hire a helicopter every day. Who knows? Abdul, thanks again, buddy. If you had to bet, is 12 still on the roster 5-1? No, I would bet significantly that he's not. Mimsy, thanks for the Super Chat. Are we barreling towards a draft day trade? Uh, yes, I think the Friday is the day we'll have the trade happen. Uh, maybe it happens just before or even the night of thir like Thursday night, but I suspect we'll see it Friday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Nagor, what we really want to know is when will we be seeing a new batch of Carry the G? Dusty getting down to business here. Um, Watch this space. Uh, there, there's things cooking. There's things brewing, if you will, uh, in regards to more Carry the G. Uh, be on the lookout. We'll have news sooner rather than later. And I will say, um, we're probably still a ways away from being able to offer it nationwide let alone worldwide, but nationwide. I've gotten so many emails and so many tweets from people. When is it going to be, be available in California or Florida or Texas or wherever? Not anytime soon. But the greater parts of Wisconsin, we're coming for you. Carry the G on its way. Abdul, thanks again, buddy. Just wondering, why do you think Bach is gone next year? I think he's uh, getting up there. And he's entering the last year of his deal. And I suspect that he wants a fresh start, would be my guess. And I haven't talked to him about it. Um, but, you know, Aaron Rodgers leaving, that's his best friend, getting up on the last year. He can probably strike it huge out on the market if he hits free agency. And I don't think the Packers are going to be able to kind of compete with that, even trying to sign him, like, preemptively. Um, I think it's just a lot, all those factors and more probably, you know, the Packers will be ready to move on as will David. That's again, just guesswork on my part. I haven't talked to him whatsoever about this. 
Uh, what else we got? Didn't Rogers get contacted by the aliens in New Jersey? That is where he saw the aliens, right? When he's out there uh, in the sludge. Uh, could JS? Oh, what was this? Sorry. Could JSN potentially falling to pick 13 be the holdup on the Rodgers trade when we'd swap first and get two seconds? No, I don't think it has anything to do with JSN. Uh, what else? Tonight at 7. Joseph, tonight at 8. Tonight at 8. Uh, really sorry for anyone who tried to find us last night. Joseph had something come up at the last minute, so we had to uh, punt till tonight. But Joseph will be taking your draft questions tonight at 8 o'clock here on the YouTube channel. So come armed and ready with lots of draft questions because God knows uh, he can answer them. I cannot. 8 o'clock tonight. Be here. Uh, what about the border of Illinois? Uh, might, we might push into Chicago. We'll see. We shall see. Ooh. Tony Mandrich at the draft party nags. Uh, that's a negative, Ghost Rider. There will no be Tony Mandrich at the draft party. However, there will be Kenny Clark. There will be David Bakhtiari. There will be John Kuhn. And maybe a few others. So it's going to be a good time. Rodgers had some struggles in the playoffs, San Francisco. But keep in mind, Bostic and Kevin King each basically Bill Bucknered him, the Packers, from two more Super Bowls. Yeah, I mean, you can't say anything about the Bostic thing. No, no doubt about it. I will say, though, Rodgers also had three cracks at the end zone inside the 10-yard line against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and came up short. You know, despite the whole Kevin King thing. You know, so it's a tough one. It's a tough one. No question about it. Uh, what round would Wes Hod be drafted in? Andy Herman? Um, I think those are all undrafted free agents. Yeah, I don't think there's any question there. Our happy hours recorded. Haven't been able to make them, but would love to see the discussion. I, you know, I did when we first started, but I don't know. It was just, it feels better if it's just kind of lost in time, so to speak. You know, it's just a place where people can chat freely. And not have to worry about something getting cut up and repeated and put on the internet, blah, blah, blah. And I'm not talking about me because I could give a shit. But, you know, most everybody who comes to the happy hour, they're not content creators. You know, they're just fans who want to talk. And so, I don't know. I just, I, I've shied away from it for that reason. Um, and plus, I think it makes it a little bit more special if it's a live event and it's not being recorded. That means you got to kind of, you know, hopefully work a little bit to get there. You know, I understand scheduling doesn't always work out i and i try during the off season especially to kind of hop the days a little bit throughout the week just so it's not always the same so that if like you have something every tuesday or whatever maybe there's a wednesday or a thursday you can go uh chances there are absolutely no changes to the secondary personnel for next season pretty minimal sly i mean i mean i mean adrian amos isn't going to be there so uh, that alone means that, yeah, there's probably going to be some changes. Now, if you mean there's no new uh, bodies, like as far as the depth chart goes uh, behind Amos, etc. I mean, there's a chance, but I will be very surprised if they come out of this draft without a safety. Um, and there's even the possibility they might take another corner. You never have too many. We shall see. Oz caught a sleep on day three over under 4.5 times. Joey, that feels low. I'm going to take the over on that. 
What else we got? <laughs> Thank Lombardi. We don't have to wait all offseason next year for someone to make up his mind. I mean, who knows, right? Even with a trade to the Jets, maybe the conditional pick will depend on Aaron Rodgers coming back and we'll all be sitting here going, is he coming back or isn't he? Are we getting this draft pick or not? I don't think we're going to be out of the business of Aaron Rodgers' decision-making for a while yet. Reese, do I have any info on the Packers' new hire? Uh, are you talking about Coleman, who they just hired? Um, yeah, he was a five-year NFL vet and the first legally deaf offensive NFL player in his in the history of the league, which is pretty damn impressive. He was a fullback, um, probably best known in Seattle. Um and from everything I've heard, a really impressive dude. I've never met him, but he sounds amazing. Have I picked a player I absolutely want to see the Packers draft yet? No, because I hate that feeling of I really got to have that guy, and then they don't take him. And it happens every year around Packers Twitter, and I have learned my lesson. As I've said, and longtime viewers know, the, the Kenny Clark pick is what did it for me because I wanted Miles Jack in the worst way, and I was so upset by the Kenny Clark pick. And now he's one of my favorite players of all time. So what are you going to do? Oh, here we go. Jack, if we take an edge at 15, would you rather Miles Murphy or Nolan Smith? Love both of those players, but give me Miles Murphy. I, I re And I know people are talking about his 40, getting him out of the possibility there at 15. But I, I if he's there, I, I love that. I love that pick. Can father time really catch up to Rodgers if he's not a father? Ooh, hey, now there you go. Hey, hey. Uh, father of time is everybody's father though so that'll do it do i like the movie draft day no i hated that movie with the power of a thousand suns the first time i ever saw it i i despise that film and i understand it's become a bit of a tradition for people to watch it around this time of year kind of like you watch bad christmas movies when it's christmas time I understand it. I get it. Have your fun. I'll never watch that fucking movie again. It is so god-awful. Uh, nice. I've had this reoccurring thought that the Packers and Jets are going to swap first-round picks and we will get one of their seconds. No way we can learn. Let them draft ahead of us, right? Oh, Kyle. I don't know. If anyone follow me on Twitter, you'll see the development this afternoon would suggest that that's probably not going to happen, which is that the Jets, the NFL announced that the Jets have a make-a-wish kid announcing pick 13 for the New York Jets. Now, yes, does that mean that that's an untradeable pick or it's going to go so they're gonna, they can't swap? No, of course they can still. But, man, it doesn't feel good. doesn't feel right. This kid, make-a-wish, his one wish is to announce a Jets pick. He gets to do it, pick 13 thinking the kid's going to get his wish. Um, and I look, I've thought this for a long time, way before today. I, I don't know. I, I know there's a lot of kind of conjecture around the 13th overall pick. I, I've pretty much res been resigned to the fact that they're not going to get that pick for months now. Feels like years. Um, I think they'll get a second. And the whole holdup is about the first that they're asking for next season. You know? So, yeah, I... I don't really feel like 13's ever been in play. But we'll see. Crazier shit has happened. Um, Abdul, thanks, buddy. Do you see Rashid Walker, Caleb Jones as a future offensive tackle? Walker, that's that's tough. Uh, I got I got to see some more in camp because essentially once training camp gets done, it's like you never see these guys again. 
Um, Caleb is kind of the same, but I will say with Caleb Jones, it's he's intriguing. I mean, yeah, he's a mountain of a man. It's hard to miss him. He's such an kind of outlier as far as his size goes, right? But I did see a little something last last year, especially in preseason. I thought he held up really well. I thought he looked really good in those preseason games. Uh, but we'll see. Sometimes guys flash and then they don't pick up where they left off. They kind of just become a guy or whatever. But I, I'm intrigued. I, I don't know. I, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I know for sure he's going to sink or swim. But hey, you know, the Packers kept Yash Nyman around for what, two and a half years before he got his shot. Caleb keeps showing stuff. Maybe they do the same there. Um, you never know. You never know. The odds are long, but you never know. Uh, I would way rather the next year first. I mean, yeah, I, I hear you. I mean, I wouldn't mind pick 13. But yeah, I think the next year's first is probably much more realistic. All right, buddy. I'm going to have to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out and talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor. Hit like. Hit subscribe. Mimsy, last second super chat. What's up? What do you drink pairings by draft round? Beer, 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 whiskey. That would be the the one. Uh, Please join me tonight. 8 o'clock with Joseph answering your draft questions. Hope to see you there. Otherwise, have a great night. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Go Pack Go.